Welcome to Music in Motion. I'm Sean. And in this final episode of 2020, Kate and I kind of wrap things up, say goodbye to 2020, and look forward to 2021. Big shout out to Ross, Sid, Kate, of course, Summer, all of the artists that were a part of our podcast this year. And of course, Andy, our editor, producer, who's not with us this week because he's on vacation. So Kate and I had to fend for ourselves in this one. So um, here we go. It's Music in Motion, the final episode of 2020. Uh, yeah. Hello. What's up, Kate? Hi, Sean. Uh, you look great. You do, too. <laughs> I mean, considering we've just lasted a, a full year almost through a pandemic. I uh, I went, what, I think nine months into the pandemic without cutting my hair, and I finally did. I finally did it myself, more it, specifically. You did a great job. Last time I cut your hair, right? <laughs> yeah. Before pandemic. <laughs> so there's, it's not even like you just didn't want to spend the money, so. Right, and I'm st- I still, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not there yet in terms of getting my hair cut. Um, it was okay. Yeah. It was very stressful, and I cussed a lot, but I got through it. I don't think I'll... I'll probably try it again now that I've done it. But yeah, I here we are. You've changed your hair about 7,000 times. I love it every time. I was going to say, if there's been one thing that's consistent, it's how many times I've changed my hair in the past nine months. That's for sure. It's the only thing that gives me life. Like, it's boring, you know? So this is, I guess we can call this part two of our, I think it's episode three, Pandemania. Mm-hmm. That episode of Music in Motion um, that was more of the music that has been with us during this pandemic, which I believe it was like July, I want to say, July or August when we recorded that, thinking that we would be in a different situation when we got to December. <laughs> Unfortunately, we are not. Well, remember in March, we thought by August we'd be in a different situation. I or, thought by the know. weekend we would be in a different situation in March. I was like, we just have to hunker down this weekend and we'll be okay. Oh, man, were we wrong. (laughs) Man, and it's weird how um, even since the last episode, Pandemia, Pandemia? I don't know. I I don't know what we call it. People we know have contracted COVID. For sure. So that was weird because we'd gone so long without really having anyone close to us. But that changed and, you know, and here we are. A vaccine. Yes. (laughs) Already out. So a lot has happened in the past few months for sure. Yeah, and we recorded Music in Motion, this kind of first episode, lining out different stages of what the year has been. Um, Remember to subscribe to get notified of latest episodes of Music in Motion, rate, review, and check out part one because we talked about, we we basically cut it into four stages. Um, Hope, which was the first couple months of the year, which was was pre-pandemic. Oh, yeah, just be a weekend or a a few weeks of hunkering down as you said and then yeah stage two was despair when it first kind of started um midway through was frustration and injustice part four was looking to the future um where what do you think this second half of the year what have the stages been is it all just back to oh man i can apply by the way i can (laughs) apply the hope despair frustration injustice and looking to the future to my hairstyles (laughs) hope i just kind of i trimmed it into you know weird mullet and then despair was when I just buzzed it off completely with my own clippers. Frustration and justice was when I bleached it. <laughs> Looking to the future, well, uh, back to my normal color and growing it out. So sure. that <laughs> love it. Um, I think the vaccine rolling in has it has been a big 
part of that seeing that light at the end of the you know yeah in the I, darkness so to speak i agree i feel like right where we left off on the last one we can go back to hope because we thought everything was kind of on the up and up at that point um, i love it we've come full circle Kate. we have we've done two <laughs> stages of this and it feels like the longest year in existence i mean it's just wild i went to a wedding around this time you were, we were so scared when we were recording this last one i went to a wedding yeah i was like yeah. i thought about that so much afterwards and just waited for you know the two three weeks to get past and i couldn't even fathom the idea of going to a wedding now we were, Look, we're not I, even going home for christmas i've had plenty of moments uh, during this pandemic where i've i relate it to having unprotected sex in the 90s <laughs> I think there was plenty of Melrose Place episodes that reference this. And it was like, am I pregnant or do I have, you know, HIV or an STD? I don't know. Um, but it, it's like you go out to eat. You know, you go to your favorite brewery. Uh, you go to the grocery store or you just do something a little different. And you're like, dang, OK, here we go. Ten days, 14 mm -hmm. days. The countdown is on. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm not trying to make light of anything, but, you know, it just that's kind of what it feels like. So it, but here we are. The, you know, the nice thing I've been saying this over and over is the music of 2020. At least we've gotten a lot of great music because, I mean, it's all bands can really do right now is just put out new music. Well, I was thinking about how for years we've been begging for a movement, for an explosion much of like what happened in the 90s, in the early 90s. And nothing was happening. And here we are. It took a pandemic and all of us being connected in that way, I think for this, you know, this birth and this sort of um, new hope when it comes to music and just a lot of amazing, amazing albums dropped this year. Like, I don't know, as you pointed out, if artists... You know, we're hunkered down and couldn't tour. And so all of that creativity was just getting flushed out. I think right where we left off, uh, Taylor Swift's two albums that came out this year, like, hear me out. I know she's a very polarizing person. A lot of people just don't like her. But one of the things that I love, I mean, I personally have always loved her. I've always loved Taylor Swift. But one of the things about her two albums, Folklore and Evermore, these two fall into more of, you know, the folk indie category. She got help on the album from The National and Jack Antonoff, my love. We'll I was going to say, we'll talk about you, him in a minute. Okay, but like, um, are you, does that cause some, <laughs> a little bit of favoritism? In I that? mean, it, that he, you know, collaborates with her? For sure. I mean, okay. I, that, I'd be lying if I said no, but I've also always loved her. And of course, I think his first um, time working with her was 1989, that album. And I didn't know that he had been working with her at that time. And I love that album. And I was like, why do I love this so much? But I found out, you know, a little bit later, that was why. But what I think is really cool about her two albums that she dropped this year is they won a lot of people over. You know, I've talked to so many people and heard from so many people that didn't care for her, didn't like her, didn't give her the time of day, but were very surprised by how good these albums were. Uh, Nancy Wilson of Heart said that on one of our recent episodes of Music in Motion. I asked her who she was liking this year what music she was listening to and she said she's always thought taylor swift was what what did she what were the exact words 
I can't remember, but it's, <laughs> I, don't want to misquote. I feel like, you know, Nancy and I are partnered on that when it, you know, in the same realm where it's like, uh, you know, that's not for me. That's Taylor Swift. I, that music's too happy that I don't get it. I, I wasn't on the Taylor Swift ship, by the way, I'm still not totally on the Taylor Swift ship, but I respect these two albums and they are genius for sure. I think, yeah, more than anything, I think they just impress a lot of people that maybe didn't know that that she was i guess capable of that i knew that she was is an amazing songwriter i just don't know what it is i just her music didn't lure me in i get the appeal i get the talent the gift i should say um but this was definitely a different delivery for her so i think that was definitely a huge music moment um sean what stands out in your mind well 2120 one thing that taylor swift represents is her empowerment of artists and having a voice and owning their own music and fighting back against the man, so to speak. And we saw a lot of that in so many instances with music this year, the empowering of women and uh, persons of color artists as well, um, recognizing their contribution to our industry, to music as a whole and that they have a role to play and have had a role to play that has been buried away for a long time. And it sort of sort of bubbled up this year. And it, it is just given me life for sure. Having that connection to I think social media, it can be horrible a lot of times. But in this movement, it has so brought people together and I think just helped it and given it awareness and helped get it to where it needs to be. I would say um, another standout moment is just for the music industry as a whole, Kate. I mean, we took a hit, whether it's radio, whether it's artists, uh, the tour, you know, the touring industry, uh, venues, labels. It's just everybody took a really bad hit. People have lost their jobs. It's just awful. But yet everybody stood up and just made the best of it and connected and helped each other. And are continuing to do that. Yeah, I mean, pretty much instantly, bands were doing live streams. They were doing, uh, you know, albums that they didn't plan on releasing, all that kind of stuff. It, you really saw the resiliency of musicians where you take one thing away from them, which in this case was touring, and they step up with more opportunities for to connect with their fans when they're going to miss that part of it. So you saw that happen almost instantly. And I mean, in a lot of ways, they didn't have a choice. Like they still had to put their content out because they're, you know, it's their career. What else are they going to do? Right. And with that, I think it's been a, a big year for indie artists, you know, artists that have been having to thrive on their own. Or, um, I think then there's been a little bit of a level playing field, (laughs) you know, that's gone down. And so these indie artists are like, Hey, I've been doing this already. So here's my moment. You know, I have this many streams. I have this many followers on my socials. I can do this, you know, and they kind of, uh, it, it, like I said, leveled the playing field a little bit. Yeah. We went live with Upsall, one of our favorite artists. And she kind of talked about that a little bit, um, because she's so used to writing her own music and playing it, you know, just acoustic, for either a video or a live stream. She was doing that before all of this even started. So when all of the live streams started with most bands, she was very used to that. And by the way, she's now finding her own place as a songwriter, which is, I think, so important. So part of a Grammy-nominated album. (laughs) 
You know, <laughs> right? it's crazy that. So yeah, 2020 has just been, I think, unpredictable when it comes to music, and that's what's been exciting about it. Yeah, I dived into our playlist a little bit. Mm-hmm. I kind of looked at the songs that were added post um, the first part of this episode that we did, that we didn't know it was going to be a part two. But this is kind of turning into that. If you want to check out our playlist, we have a link to it in the description if you want to check it out. Um, the song, if not my favorite one of my like top three, um, her name is Luna Ara. She's from Phoenix. She put out a 2020 EP, Three Cheers for the American Beauty. Her song, Honey, is on our playlist. And it just blew my mind the first time I heard it. And then I looked her up. She's, you know, solo artist, brand new from Phoenix, still getting off the ground. But she, I think I can say is just one of my favorite artists from this year that I've discovered. Um, She sounds like garbage. How did you discover? Literally just um, every Friday, Mm because here on our station, RXP, we do Fresh Friday. And I always try to have my picks already laid out before... We actually go on on Friday, but I start every single Friday on the new alternative or new noise playlist. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. And I just hit shuffle. And if something makes me stop what I'm doing, look at who it is, then I save it. And I'm like, okay, this is what I need to pay attention to. And that song that morning, I'd listened to it like five times in a row. I was like, what, who is this? What is this? (laughs) And I was freaking out about it. Luna Ara, honey. I love it. One of my favorite songs. For me, a lot of artists alert, you know, came to my attention because of Revolution Rock, which is a specialty show that we have on RXP uh, Sunday afternoons, four to six. Andy and I do that show together. And it's like endless music that's sent to us all week long. And we have to go through all of this music. I know, have to. We have to go through (laughs) so much music. And then I just keep narrowing it down to what we're going to play on Sunday, just the standouts. And it's hard because, uh, again, this year's just been loaded up. Uh, But what's interesting about it is how some of the actual indie artists that came through for that show have crossed over into mainstream alternative and just blew up. And obviously Kenny Hoopla is somebody that we always acknowledge on that, you know, for that reason. Uh, Biba Doobie as well. Um, Bully. You know, it's just it's crazy that, again, there's just been this sort of awakening, I guess, to all the young artists out there making incredible music. Another one of my favorite songs from this year. I, I teased it earlier. Um, Bleachers, Chinatown featuring Bruce Springsteen. Oh, man. Okay. That, I listened <laughs> to that song constantly. It came out, what, like a month ago now? You posted so. a video of us for the first time seeing, watching the video and yeah. we we're both losing our minds. We're both losing our minds. I love Bruce Springsteen. And I love Jack Antonoff. And the two of them <laughs> together. So, you know, Chinatown... It's kind of an ode to his home state of New Jersey. Like he is so, he He's should so be Jersey. like the ambassador of New Jersey. No, swear, we because we already have that. And his name is okay, the boss. Well, it's Bruce Springsteen. And vice <laughs> ambassador to New Jersey. Okay, there we go. It, yeah. So who better to get on that song than Bruce Springsteen? I remember seeing that for the first time. And I don't know what their history is. I don't know if they've worked together before. I I honestly don't know. But but can we go back together? to seeing Bleachers in Denver <laughs> at the Fillmore? Yeah. And I was like, what is this? The E Street Band? Yeah. I'd never seen Bleachers live before. And I was like, Kate, I kept telling you. I was like, this reminds me of the E Street Band. I this is a, so amazing. I have a video of you screaming, <laughs> E Street Band. I was, I so I was calling that. That he does have that influence. For sure. For and, sure. And yeah. so when I saw that video, like I said, I don't know if they've worked together or what their history is. I honestly don't. 
But as a fan, it made me like proud Heck to yeah. see him on that video. I, yeah. It was just so exciting. That that song also is just gorgeous. And I hope Shadow of the City happens someday. Because <laughs> that song at that festival is just going to... We might just collapse into an abyss after that. <laughs> My generation has these you know, amazing legends that, you know, we love so much like Bruce Springsteen. And we lost one of those legends this year with Eddie Van Halen. You know, we've all known that he's been battling cancer over the years and, you know, finally lost that battle. It's just, it sucks so much. It was just like for anyone that's Gen X or an older, like Eddie Van Halen is the greatest, you know, the, the he's, and he's been here and he's been making music for so long. And, uh, you know, he has his son, Wolf Van Halen, who's tour. He, Wolf Van Halen, by the way, was part of the Van Halen reunion tour in 2007. I saw that tour and there were so many, uh, people my age that were just like bashing Van Halen for having Wolf Van Halen instead of Michael Anthony on that tour. And I just thought how awful for this kid, you know, Eddie Van Halen's kid, this is his moment to shine. And he did an amazing job. He has an amazing voice. He's an amazing musician and people are just bashing him, you know, instead of appreciating the moment. Well, I know he lost his father this year, but his time also arrived because he dropped the song distance mammoth WVH is the name of his actual like, band you know that he has and this song is just so incredible and just proof that he can do this alone he's not just constantly under his dad's shadow or under the shadow of van halen in general so i applaud that and i just think it was just an amazing moment in this year to have that happen in the video by the way if you've not seen the video for distance kate it is <laughs> you will cry you will if you don't cry you don't have a heart you're the Tin Man. Go mm. away. <laughs> so I hate the Tin Man, by the way. That's like a an insult. <laughs> he scares me. The Tin Man is awful, by the way. I'm, you are correct. I'm from Kansas, and I didn't see past the Wizard of Oz from when the Tin Man arrived until I was like, like 13. It was ridiculous. Anyway. Well, most of us are afraid of the flying monkeys, okay. but okay. I, I mean, if that doesn't there. scare you. Okay, well, like, let me tell you. Flying monkeys, Kate. If you're afraid of the Tin Man, wait till you see the flying monkeys. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely check out our, our top 10 lists and, and our playlist because it really tackles this year as a whole. Yeah, a couple other songs just real quick that I want to throw out. Uh, Des Rocks just released his new EP, Suicide Romantics, that song. That's one of my favorites. Um Betcha, um, their song July has been one of my favorite songs throughout most of this year. Out of Style by the Rex. Um, there's just so many good songs. And of course, yeah, look at our playlist. You can follow along and see what we listen to through 2020 slash through the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> Standouts for me, I would say um, RTJ4, Run the Jewels, of course. Um, and of course, their track Just. It's amazing. Kenny Hoopla, Angelica Garcia. Arlo Parks, which you oh, love Arlo yes. Parks as well. Uh, Biba Doobie. Phoebe Bridgers, by the oh, way. My Queen. God, yes. Phoebe Bridgers is everything. So definitely uh, head over, check it out, and you'll see what kind of geeks we are yeah. for sure. That's the whole reason this podcast exists. I, so. I do have one, just one more question. Okay. Um, in general, we've asked some artists this question, whether we do live interviews over Instagram or Zoom or 
whatever, whatever we've done this year. Um, <laughs> what has music meant to you this year? You know, one thing that I've been thinking about a lot is anybody, anytime they're alive, they're like, we're living through the worst time ever. This is the worst. Everybody says that whatever they're going through, right? Does that make sense about yeah. what I'm saying? No. Everybody just yeah. thinks like, I'm living through worse times than ever. Right. When sometimes that's just not true. Like if we can reflect back on history, like a lot of, re- there are a lot of reasons that we're living mm-hmm. in the best time. At the same time, I think it is fair to say that 2020 is going to go down as just an awful year. You know, we today hit 300,000 people dead from coronavirus in the U.S., People have come together during this time, but in a lot of ways we haven't, which is why we're still in this. So it has been a really horrible year. What has music meant to you this year? How has it helped you? Well, Kate, I'd like you to answer that first. And before you do, just a reminder, we want to hear from you. So let us know. So I think what music has meant to me, um, a, a couple different things. Of course, we've been talking this whole time about the new music that has been released this year in 2020. And getting all of that, it's one normal thing that makes us feel like we're just living a normal year. But also, I've been listening to a lot of older music that I listen to a lot with my family. Um, Older musicals, of course. Uh, Musicals, my siblings' favorite bands. Because that is one thing that I have missed so much this year. It's just seeing my family and we are all music fans. And so that's one thing I use it music this year not just to discover new stuff but for nostalgia for memories to make me feel closer to my family when we're all far away at this point and can't get together that is one thing also i've been listening to a lot of live music do you do okay let me ask you do you do this i've been missing concerts so much i didn't realize how many shows we actually went to before we couldn't go to them anymore right right. um i do this i make playlists from one band and i make like my own dream set list and then I just sit there and listen to them and just literally pretend like I'm watching them play this show live. Do you ever do that? I do that all I do that in the car where I pretend like I'm the singer of a band. Sure. (laughs) I've been the singer. I've been. I've replaced Freddie Mercury. (laughs) I've replaced David Lee Roth. Here's something about myself. I am not a fan of listening to live music. Oh, Okay. I'll be honest, I have not listened to a lot of live music in all of this, although I have gone back and watched videos that I've taken. Sure. To clarify, I love going to shows. I love going to concerts. I'm just talking about recorded live music. I'm not a huge fan of. Um, but I highly suggest you you check out Arctic Monkeys um, at mm. most recent release live at the Royal Albert Hall because it is insanely good. So there, I'll say that. <laughs> All right. Okay. For me, music has not been nostalgic this year. It's been all about new music. I can't get enough of new music. I I want more and more of it. I've not felt the need to reflect and listen to the older music that I love for some reason. I just it's not been in my mood and I've spent a lot of time just even discovering new genres or music that I didn't listen to as much before. I'll also add to that too, you know, the bands and artists that have gotten us through this year, like they've been working so hard putting out all this great new music. And I just can't imagine what they're going through, not being able to play shows, um, all of that just taken away from them, not being able to connect in person with bands or with fans too. 
live music is its own economy mm-hmm. and it's how a lot of bands from the biggest bands to the smallest bands make money people have jobs because of that live because of live mu- live music and so it's just been sad to watch that all just go away you know yeah and in that last episode with Nancy Wilson of Heart I asked her because she's been in music for so long I asked her have you ever seen the music industry go through anything like this before thinking she would say no and of course she did she said I've never seen anything like this and it was just so fast for the music industry Um, so with you know all of the bands and artists that you love working so hard say thank you to them buy their merch music um, if they have live stream shows that they're selling tickets for buy a ticket um, just support them as and much as I, you can. I would say to make sure you do that locally, wherever you are. If you have a venue, um, you know, support them however you can and buy their merch because a lot of venues are doing that. Um, our own, like the Black Sheep here is, you know, has been selling their uh, merch, all of that because they have to get by somehow and try to remain open for when, you know, the vaccine kicks in for all of us and we can get back to normal and back to doing all those things we love with music. So should we do a part three of this in May, June? <sighs> I guess. What are your hopes for May, June? For What are my hopes for May, yeah, June? We're, we're, okay, we made a mistake last time thinking by December we'd be yeah. at our normal Christmas show. Right. S- inhaling each other's sweat. <laughs> So I'm going to try to be a realist okay. and that, and hope that we are at least having local band shows again. Sure. That we can safely be at in social distance. And then, of course, because weather gets nicer, that we're outdoors maybe more with outdoor shows. So that is, I, that's the most I'm going to hope for, sure. I guess. And to stay healthy <laughs> for yeah. all of us to stay healthy. How about you? I think by that time, yeah, I mean, I'm going to echo your your predictions. Of course, we're literally recording this on the day that vaccines have started actually arriving in different states. So we'll see if, you know, we were right. If we predicted the future correctly. We'll see. Uh, remember to subscribe, rate, review Music in Motion. We're going to have new episodes, of course, in 2021. I think that's been the best part about doing Music in Motion and having these episodes about music during 2020. Um, podcasts are like little mini um, time capsules. Yep. You know, you just like, you talked about the today, uh, the vaccine is being rolled out. It's like, wow, to think about that, Kate, my cousin in Seattle is one of the people actually distributing the vaccine today, right? So it's like, wow, we're capturing that in this little sound a time capsule and uh, I love it. So there you go. Thanks for being a part of Music in Motion. Make sure you subscribe, share, rate, review, all of that, right? We can take it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and check out our playlist too. And uh, yeah, subscribe to get notified of new episodes coming out. And tell everyone about Music in Motion. <laughs> Is that good? Yeah. Yeah.